Hi everyone and welcome back to the Systematic Podcast. We are Alicia and Priya and we hope that you're doing really great. In today's episode we are going to talk about the truth behind procrastination and how we can stop it. So we all pro- procrastinate. It is pretty much natural. Like electricity we are actually designed to always take the easiest route. So firstly, don't be harsh on yourself. You've chosen to listen to this particular episode, this topic. You may be thinking, yeah, I need to stop. But also understand that it's actually part of our DNA. But also we wanna talk about how can we push boundaries and accomplish more and actually defeat this procrastination fog that may sit on us for days at a time, especially during the current period. Now, James Clear, who is the author of The Atomic Habits, has written, um, he's also got a blog as well as his amazing book. And he really nicely actually has a blog dedicated to procrastination. Wow. So please check it out. And here from him, I've learned that firstly, it's good to break down and understand what is procrastination. It's an ancient Greek philosophers like the Socrates and the Aristotle. Aristotle. Yeah, that's the one. Aristotle, yeah, you guys know what we mean. (laughs) And they actually describe this type of behaviour as acrasia. And this is acting against your better judgement. And it's also the lack of self-control. So this is going back in the Greek and the Greek period. But a modern definition is procrastination is the act of delaying or postponing a task or a set of tasks so whether you refer to it as procrastination or crazia or something else, it is the force that prevents you from following through on what you set out to do. It's a force, guys. There's something very, very powerful. And what the key, just a few key highlights from his blog, um, James talks about time inconsistency, which helps explain why procrastination seems to pull us in despite of our good intentions. We might have planned out the, the picture perfect day but it's time inconsistency that will allow us just to stumble. And the next is value immediate rewards more highly than future rewards. Mm. This is the mindset that people may have. They won't, the delayed gratification mindset is just not. Our, the current mindset in um, humanity, yeah. we want everything to be so quick. So that's a really nice insert and insight from James Clear. Please, please do check out his book because it is incredible. So procrastination is normal, we all do it. And just because Priya and I are sharing about it doesn't mean we're experts at not Not, procrastinating. It's a normal part of everything that we do, but we wanna be a little bit more on top of it where it's in our control and we're not procrastinating like all the time. It's sometimes natural to do it, but let's learn how we can better ourselves and try to stop it. So the first thing to focus on really is to Learn to forgive yourself for your past experiences that have led to procrastination. That's the best place to start. Don't look back at, I mean, I know normally we talk about, let's reflect on things and and then look how we can improve it. But with procrastination, just keep it aside, forget about it. That's the best place to, to start with. And as mentioned by David Ballard, the head of American Psychological Association's Center for Organizational Excellence, procrastination is not just avoiding or delaying a task. It also has to include an aspect that's counterproductive, irrational or unnecessary. So it's not just about, okay, I'm not going to do this 
but you're doing something else yeah. that's not productive instead. And everybody knows it's like scrolling through Instagram or just, yeah, pretty much being on your phone. I think that's the biggest thing in today's day and age. We procrastinate with our phones. Yeah. And I hope Alicia and I one day get to be part of organisational <laughs> excellence. It just sounds amazing. Yeah. But it's, it's really interesting because as all our episodes, we love to go into when, how, why, what, where, and we've covered the what. We definitely want to go into why. But um, we really want to understand from a deeper sense why we're doing it, especially during this current period where in the UK, for example, we have been in lockdown and across many other areas it's a lot of people are procrastinating a lot more now than they did a year ago because we're used to this new way of living but we need to dig a bit deeper and once you have a clearer picture of your own work study business habits you stand a better chance of actually knowing how to fix them so we're going to go over some challenges and hopefully this will yeah one will stick out to you and you'll be like yeah that's me yeah exactly so we do need to find out why we do it in the first place so a common sort of issue is timing a lot of people think that they are inherently more productive at certain times of the day and you know you might be someone who likes waking up in the morning and getting things done or you might be someone who likes doing it in the afternoon or an evening you know when you're when you are studying you're either like an early bird or a night yeah. owl so some people think it's a timing that you know you're more focused at a certain part of the day or you're just a bit more productive when it comes to timings now what you have to do is you have to work around your natural productivity which will flow when you schedule your days because if you know you work better in the mornings on on certain kinds of tasks then you should schedule to do those particular tasks then if you know the morning works good for you and don't try to do it at a time when you're tired because it will be harder and then it's easier to procrastinate you'll be like oh I'm tired I'll do it tomorrow so you want to do it when you are energized your focus and if it's the morning for you go for it if it's later in the day then do it later in the day yeah it's a simple one but it can also be quite um uh life-changing in the sense that you might be thinking you know what I hate waking up in the morning I hate working in the morning so why are you setting up all your meetings in the morning if you have the ability to control Control that yeah then change it to the afternoon. Just just where, you know, everyone's different, everyone's lifestyle is unique, but you've got to be able to um, make it work for you. The second reason why we may be procrastinating like anything is you genuinely get overwhelmed by a big task. So you may be thinking, you know what, I need to, let's go back to basics, just like cleaning. I need to clean my whole bedroom. Mm. Now, how many times have we been told, clean your bedroom, clean your bed, I need to clean my bedroom. But it's really because it's such a big task, your mind just doesn't know where to begin. Yeah. It's too much, you're going to get anxious. It could be a big project. You don't know where to start, I think. That's where it is. Yeah, it? it's definitely that. Because I know if someone told me, oh, you need to tidy the bedroom, so I don't, it's true, I wouldn't know where to start. Maybe now, if you break it down, and I want to go back to the analogy of the bedroom, you can break it up into zones. You know, it could be your off, if you've got your desk in your room, or if you've got your bed, you've got your wardrobe I don't know what you may have but it's just singling them out and making them into bite-sized chunks and then also understanding that you don't you know you don't complete a project in a day at work takes time you know there's some people out there who've been working on projects for years because of the scalability of what they work on so 
also is understanding that you don't need to apply that same technique to your bedroom you don't need to clean your room in all one day so you may yeah. be just tackling one thing at a time so if that is you if you do get overwhelmed by the bigger task the bigger name straight away get a pen and paper and break those down into small chunks yeah i think that's really important because it's very common for us to be overwhelmed by big tasks because there's so much to do and you feel like you don't have the time or yeah. enough time for it but another um common reason is is if you're somebody who struggles with delayed gratification there are some people who have a hard time thinking of a project as important or rewarding unless they're squeezing it in just before a deadline now it could be, uh, you know, if you relay it back to something in your own life, it could be a deadline for work, it could be an assignment. And uh, another thing that Ballard says is, is find ways to reward yourself along the way. And this is something that really helps with procrastination because as Priya said, if you're breaking down into smaller chunks, when you've done, once you've done the small part, reward yourself. It could be something very simple and then it will motivate you to then do the next chunk. So. It could be, uh, like I said, something small, which is even as simple as self-care, which could impact you positively, help you drive forward and get things done. But it could also just be like a long pause and for you to think about, okay, why am I doing this? What's my goal behind it? I think that's really important to understand is, you know, why do I need to do this task? What's the reason, task, sorry, what's the reason behind it? And then it will help you get a clearer vision because you know why you're doing it in, in the long term. Yeah, and that's another reason. Uh, for me, I always think about weight loss and, and or weight management, and it's a beautiful way to put it. <laughs> it's understanding that you're not going to get the reward straight away. So you might be thinking on week one or week two, why am I doing this? I'm not going to see... You know, it's a very, to be honest, weight loss is the best example for delayed gratification. It's how you act now is what you're going to be looking like in a few months. So the next um, one, number four, is if you're easily distracted, then procrastination is to, it's just it's day in, day out. Yeah. <laughs> it's, the, it's how you breathe. It's Now, we've actually covered this in a previous episode, but just lock your phone away. It's really, really tough but you do need to turn off notifications. You need to be that type of person. This is, this is my vision as well. To avoid procrastination, you need to be a one-tab person. When you open up your browser, sometimes you might notice when you start the day, you're trying to keep organized, you're keeping certain tabs open. Do it with work, but sometimes you need more than one tab. <laughs> yeah, unless you need more, but it's the, the idea is it's one tab, but it's to focus on one task. So if that yeah. task takes you know three tabs, it does. But it's just, don't be the type of person who's trying to shop, online shopping, trying to plan the evening dinner, and then working on a project, and then also preparing for a meeting in the afternoon. You know, do, for me, it's a... Just do one thing. Yeah, yeah, multitasking, it's just something we need to avoid. I know, I know we've rang and sang about this in previous episodes, but what I love is, if you take the time to wrap up yourself in one particular task, and then you're putting everything away, you're taking a breath, and also you're able to give yourself a break as well, because when you're solidly working on a particular task, that's only when you feel like you need to take a rest. Yeah. So that makes sense, the difference between working hard on one particular task versus multitasking, multitasking leaves you unscattered and you don't know where you, what you're focusing on. But when you're focusing deeply on a particular task, 
once you've done that emphasis, you actually do want to stretch. You want to walk around because you've been yeah. so solid. So I hope you guys have felt that difference. Try it out. Spend half an hour juggling a million things and then f- spend half an hour focused and be very intentive with it and see how you feel. Because you'll need a break after the second. The first one, you'll be so scattered, minded, um, you'll need to lay down. Yeah, definitely. And we've, like we said, we've spoken about avoiding multitasking and focusing on single tasks. You need to put your energy and focus into one thing at a time because our brain can't actually manage. You'll end up doing worse off if you're multitasking and trying to do 10 things at once than if you focus all your energy and time towards one task, you'll get a lot more out of it. Now, another common reason as to why we procrastinate is it could be that someone may be struggling from something larger. Now, it could be a little bit more serious such as depression, anxiety or attention problems so what we'd advise is of course to get that additional support seek out help from a professional who can really guide you and and help you with that but if that is something definitely get help in that area 100 we need to be mindful of our mental health and well-being now the next point is if you're simply just hitting a brick wall you're procrastinating because you've yeah, you just feel like you're at a dead end. So even the most efficient people have days when it's harder to finish off tasks. So it's yeah. also understanding that not everyone wakes up and finishes their to-do list every day. You know, Alicia and I don't have perfect to-do lists or anything like that. We're all humans. But this is where you need to focus on um, taking care of your sleep, your exercise, proper nutrition. You need to make sure that you're enjoying what you're doing and also doing things that are not relating to your Your project or work or business. It's allowing yourself just to breathe and to live because sometimes you're exhausted and you're completely drained and you're you're working on a big project but you're so you want to procrastinate because you actually don't feel like doing it because you need to rest but you're procrastinating so that can get a bit confusing but you should be able to have that self-awareness where you can tell when you're hitting a, a wall and hopefully after hearing the six points that we've covered you're like you know what i can identify these yeah and, this and is think, me this is not me i or, do this a lot or or even going forward it'll make you more self-aware so if you do come across a certain feeling or emotion you can go, you know what, I feel like I'm just hitting a brick wall right yeah. now. Yeah, and that's the reason behind why we procrastinate. So yeah. those are some six points that we covered. But what we want to do now is we want to sort of get in there and discuss how we can actually stop procrastinating. Now, something that we've read in the book Atomic Habits by James Clear, he has um, sort of an analogy called the two-minute rule. Um, and it involves strategy and then just trying it. So yeah. it's, it's very simple, like it's not complicated at all. And what the two minute rule states is, when you start a new habit, it should take less than two minutes to do. Yes. So what he's, he, these are some of his examples from the book. So example, you want to read before um, bed each night. It just literally becomes read one page. Because if you can read it in two minutes, you can read a page in about two minutes. Yeah. If you want to do 30 minutes of yoga, it just becomes, I need to just take out my yoga mat. So you, can you see like the bigger task is broken down into something that's instantaneous, really? You need to study for a class or an assignment becomes, I'm just going to open up my notes. The next one is I need to fold the laundry, Alicia's favourite thing to do. <laughs> She's just going to fold one pair Perfect. of socks. Simple. Just start off with that one pair. 
Oh, another one which is absolutely exciting. <laughs> I'm gonna run a couple of miles today. I'm gonna run five miles. It just becomes, I'm gonna tie my running shoes. I'm gonna put my shoes on, tie the laces. So it's just making your habits as easy as possible to just start. Simple. Now think about anything that you want to do and apply this, this rule. You know, literally anything and everything this can be adapted to. So a good one is anyone can meditate for one minute. You can read for a page. You can put a piece of clothing on. You can roll out a yoga mat. The idea is it acts as a trigger. Yeah. Everyone who gets into the couple of minutes, are you going to, I mean, unless you genuinely struggle with example reading and that one page is enough, normally even with us, when we start reading, a couple of pages go by, but just that initial beginning point. Yeah. So it doesn't scare you because sometimes you might be like, oh my God, I've got this whole pile of mountain of laundry to do. But if you change your mindset and think, I'm going to start by folding just the socks, for example. And then as you get into it, it you won't even yes, realise, yeah. you'll just end up doing the whole thing. Yes, and why the two-minute rule actually works. Because people often um, think it's weird to get hyped out about reading a single page or like meditating for a second or making one sales call if you're in that environment. But the point is just simply just showing up. And that is what I love about James Clear's mindset he is so in this, you know, in the old saying where they're always like, you know, you've won half the battle or more if you've just shown up. Yeah. And I love this because now we're showing up to ourselves. And the point is just to master that simple habit of showing up for you. And the truth is a habit can be established and worked on and improved. It can change. But once you know how to start it, yeah. you're just pretty cool with it you'll it'll be you'll be like you know what i can learn and do anything because i can got approach that works with me so go you know guys give this a go yeah definitely so what we're going to do now is wrap up with some three tips on how we can stop procrastinating so the first one is tackle the toughest task first <laughs> ttt yeah that's a tongue twister maybe you will remember this as a, a nice acronym yeah. ttt tackle the toughest task first now in the morning you should always do what you dread the most at the start first thing it's just as simple as it is get it out the way try it out first you know it might not work for you but i've heard many times i've read a lot of times as well that there is a saying about eating the frog in the morning. I don't know how yeah. it exactly goes, but I've read it in a book. And it's like, that literally means doing the biggest task or the toughest toughest task in the morning. But see how you feel. Take it one day at a time and see if this is something that works for you or not. Definitely. Another tip is change the environment. So when you are trying to make sure that you do not procrastinate you need to be able to make sure that you're putting yourself in an area yeah. where you're energized so if you're working from home right now make sure that area is separate or for example you are working in a common space because of just space limitations make sure you're clearing out your workspace so then it's not there and you're continuously you know Taking dinner dinner email. becomes near the near the laptop if you know what i mean have designated zones so example you know your area where you do your yoga mat with your nice little plant on the side keep your yoga mat there keep you know your video there where you're going to watch a yoga tutorial keep everything in their zones because what happens is when you enter that environment 
you just become that environment and yeah. you are naturally led by that. So a good example, actually in James Clear's book, he talks about the reading concept. So what he's done to make himself read more vividly, he's just put a book everywhere where someone would sit down. So he's yeah. got it in the living room, he's got it in like in the, everywhere where you would want to sit down. And that will make sure that anytime he wants to read, he can just pick it up. There's no, the environment is ready for a, an extreme reader yeah you don't have to stress out like oh my god where's this where's that it just gets you in the right mind frame yeah. to do the task so it's a really important uh, factor it's, and it's very important for alicia and i because we love having fun with our workspaces yeah we change our environment very very often you would think it's slightly um bizarre <laughs> how bizarre but we love changing our workspace our rooms um, our kitchen, every, everything you can think of, living room space. We are the type of people who just love to shift and change, but we value the whole process of changing things up, opening that window, letting the air flow, and letting that space come alive. I mean, you would be surprised the amount of times we've changed our book set up to, um, to anything to our living room space, and that's just not impacting us, but our whole family. But it's making sure that we're keeping the environment not the same unless you're someone who likes things to be concrete then make sure your environments are concrete so you know let your personality shine through your environments yeah definitely and the third tip is to associate with people who are effective now i know things haven't been the same we'll not be able to associate with people in person and things are opening up slowly but that doesn't mean you have to just focus on that you can look at it at things virtually as well and make some new friends you know, simple, have some new conversations with people that propel you forward, that push you to go out and do more and network with people, learn about how they keep themselves motivated and efficient. And I think in this day and age, the best way to do that is following inspirational, motivational and successful people through your social media. You know, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, um, I don't even know what else is out there. I tend to use Instagram more, but make sure you're you're seeing things that are going to help with your positivity and help with how you feel motivated and you get organized and, and you do things. But also in, in the future when you get back to associating with people, network, you know, learn, learn how to make new friends and, and go out and join groups, etc. Do something that is kind of out of your comfort zone, but allow yourself to learn something from those people and learn from other people's experience as well. Yeah, now that's some brilliant tips there. And it's things that you can act on straight away. I mean, there's no, with procrastination, it's again, breaking it down, isn't it? And it's hopefully you can resonate with a few key areas of why you're doing it. And then hopefully these three tips will just literally get you fired up to, to make the change. Yeah, definitely. So let's just have a quick summary of what we've covered today. The main aspects is why we procrastinate. So it could be timing. You might get overwhelmed by tasks, especially big ones. If you struggle with delayed gratification, that could be a reason behind procrastination. If you're easily distracted and if you're struggling with something larger, or maybe you're just simply hitting a wall. And the three tips that we would give you guys is tackle the toughest task first. Let's just do it. Change the environment, keep it fresh and associate with people who are effective and people that you look up to. 
So thank you so much for listening to this yeah. episode. We really hope you enjoyed it. Leave us a review, share on your social media, you know, tag us, share our Instagram posts. We love to summarize what we're always talking about so you guys are able to listen, learn, and also visually see our ideas and concepts come to life. So we are um, on Instagram at systematic underscore and we would love to hear your thoughts, you know, what you found beneficial. We look forward to speaking to you again on our next episode. So take care, guys, and keep safe. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.